A six-year weekend at Bernie's. This is TFT Unbuttoned. It's the Focus Group Unbuttoned with Tim Bennett and John Nash. An off-the-cuff take on politics, pop culture, and current events. Hello, everybody. Tim Bennett here, as always, with my good friend and co-host, Mr. John T. Nash. We are TFG Unbuttoned, the Tuesday podcast from your friends at the Focus Group. Be sure to follow along with us at focusgroupradio.com. You'll also find our social media uh, handles there as well, along with our sponsors, including Critics' Choice Video, who have been with us since we've started here on TFG Unbuttoned. Uh, again, it's our podcast, 20, 20 minutes in and out, John. We'd like to say three stories. John and I catch up a little bit, and then we share three stories with you, and then you're done. So 20 minutes is a pretty good thing. It's it's subway rideable. <laughs> it's Stairmaster. It's a lot of things, right? right? Stairmaster. It's car commute. It's subway commute. It's walk commute. Treadmill. Treadmill. Yeah, all, the whole thing. So, Mr. Nash, how are you? I'm I'm laughing. Um, I the uh, the way you teased that one story, <laughs> I think people will truly appreciate when that when six we year weekend that, at Bernie's. Bernie's. I was trying yeah. to figure there. I had a bunch of other things, but I I just kind of went with that one. But you know, I found out that I think Matt told us our producer that when they title these things, I guess the way some of these um, social media um, programs are, you can't have any punctuation. Correct. Yeah. So if we, it, so when it comes to be written, I guess I'll have to say a six year weekend with Bernie. Maybe I don't know. I'll have to figure it out because you can't do an apostrophe yes. Um, you can in a title for something. Oh, you can. I okay. think you can. I don't think the file name could be that, but I think the title can. Maybe we'll have to figure oh, that that's out. That's a good point. Okay, maybe you're right there because I know that sometimes we with punctuation at. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll I'll label a file and I'll look at it and it will replace the period or something with a with a dash. Right. <laughs> like oh, I, that's okay. I can't use that that symbol. Yeah. Hey, I had a real creepy thing happen this weekend. Hmm. I uh, my favorite company, Xfinity, who uh, is my um. <laughs> your arch. This is like Wiley Coyote and the uh, Roadrunner. The X. You're. you're you're the Coyote Xfinity is the Roadrunner, right? Yeah, they have a monopoly down here. This is the only thing you can have is this Xfinity, which is fine. But the you know the price goes up every month. It's something different. It's it's kind of like going to Vegas. So I complained about the price back in September. My my fee went up to two hundred and eighty dollars for quite frankly not a lot. I, I didn't even have all the showtime and all that sort of stuff. So. I complained about it, and I had a home alarm system that just didn't work and never worked properly. So I said I wanted to get rid of that. So that was you know sixty dollars or whatever the number was. Of course, they still kept charging me for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've been fighting and fighting and fighting. And what ends up happening is each month I call, and then I get somebody, and usually you know no disrespect, but I can't pronounce their name because it's all in this chat. Yes, yeah. And uh, I, you can't get a live person on on the phone. So. The, this person this weekend says to me that she can take it off for the month, but she can't go back. I, she goes, says, have I resolved everything to your satisfaction? No. I said, you know, I want, I want credit for the other four months. So she says, well, I'll look into that. Um, how are your loved ones, by the way? <laughs> this is like selling fear. Like, as in other so words. I said, how are your loved ones? So I, I said to Richard, I said, get this. I said, this is creepy. She's asking me how my loved ones are. So I ignore it. She asks again. I, I, I took screen grabs and saved it. I thought this was so inappropriate. I don't want idle chit-chat. You don't have to jerk me off. I just want an answer to my question. Yeah, right. That's, that's the problem with me with these chats. I'd be happy to help you, 
So nice for you to contact us today. I hope you're having a, ha- a good start to your new year. Don't jerk me off. Just answer my question. I just want to know <laughs> what's going on. So then she goes on a little more. She wants to know about the weather. Now, you know, I have this vision. She's sitting in Mumbai somewhere in the tropical heat with a fan. But I, uh, I, I, said, I said, the weather is fine. Thank you. Can you please get me a credit for this? I don't know. She says, I was able to get it for the month. I hope that put a smile on your face. I <laughs> so I'm thinking now, this is, so then I get all the surveys. So then I, I'm just like, I'm done. I'm going to have to go to the Xfinity store, which is another, um, it, it's a notch above the DMV. So <laughs> that's not saying much. Number five. Right. right. So I've, I've got to go to the, the Xfinity store to try to get this thing straightened out. But I just thought that was creepy. And then I started thinking, I, I thought, do you think it might have been AI and not a real person? Could be. I've read a lot about this. And, and apparently a lot of this chat stuff is driven by AI. And um, it's so eerily realistic that, um, you know, and maybe this is one of those things where while the system was trying to figure out, could you get a credit? It, it, it prompts other things to happen to keep you on the line and to keep you happy. Right. Yeah. I, I've had such a complete opposite experience with Spectrum, um, which might surprise some people. But I remember I called up one time and I said, look, the this bill has now hit a ceiling that just we I said, something's got to give and something's got to go. OK, hold on a minute, sir. <laughs> This, a human picks up and the guy goes, oh, hello, this is Clark. I'm in retention. You have been a customer, for, a customer of ours for years. What can I help you with? And I said, Bill's a little too high. I said, we don't watch half the stuff on cable. I said, Internet's got to stay. I mean, he, he basically dropped the bill by 100 bucks a month. Oh, my and, God. Lucky um, you. Well, and then he said, here's the secret to this. He said, you need to call retention again a year from now and have this conversation again. I said, why? And he goes, no, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> the guy was actually really cool. He goes, I know it's, it's, it should just be that way. He said, but we get new deals in, we get offers we can give you the whole bit. And, um, it's still pricey in my opinion. No, it's, it's outrageous. Well, the reason I called initially, cause I kept checking and checking is the bill went up $5 and 30 some cents. And so she, the, you know, the, the little bot tells me that it was because of taxes. I said, I'm a tax-free Delaware. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it's just, it's frustrating. But so that's my Xfinity story. So anyway, I just thought it was creepy. I saved the screen grabs because I just thought it was inappropriate. Don't you think that's inappropriate? How are your loved ones, by the way? I I do, but I'm wondering. So it, it seems so scripted to me that it's either someone who's following a script or it's the a, it's AI doing it. I, it's, yeah, but not yeah. a proper question to ask in a customer service situation. <laughs> They're you fine. Ask that at work. <laughs> how are your loved ones? How are your loved ones? I ask how your loved ones are. I'm on a desert island. Are you island. kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we have so we have three stories today. The first one's shocking. Uh, John Deere makes major announcement about the future of its lawn equipment. It says that they want to serve their evolving customers. John found this. As many of you know, I'm in, involved with a, a commissioner down here in Rehoboth Beach, and we've had this discussion about mm. gas-powered equipment, lawn equipment versus battery-powered equipment. And some of the issues revolve around um, whether or not the equipment is strong enough if you had a big tree or you needed to do something that um, needed some more power than what the electric could possibly do. But um, this here, John Deere seems to have made the decision, says for millions of homeowners, mowing the lawn just got a whole lot greener now that lawn care giant John Deere and Ego are working together. Ego is a leading manufacturer of battery-powered lawn equipment that runs on interchangeable 
uh, lithium batteries. So um, they're saying it's equal or greater than the power of gas-powered motors. When I've listened to some landscape people, they're not so sure, particularly when it comes to chainsaws and stuff. But um, do you have any powered ba- battery-powered lawn equipment? As a matter of fact, we do. We have um, trimmers uh, for shrubs and bushes, which are electric. And Bob's favorite chainsaw ever is an electric chainsaw. You're kidding me? Does it have a cord or is it? Yeah, you, you plug, plug it, it in. in. And I've used it. Um, two years ago, we had a really um, snap winter storm hit upstate, and uh, it was one of those ones with the really heavy, wet snow. And we have a pine tree near the house that a white pine. They're like they're like weeds. They break quickly. This enormous branch came down, missed the house, missed the guest house. It landed on the patio and he was working that day, work from home. And so he said, hey, can you go out and cut this up and plug the thing in? I was super thrilled with the chainsaw. You now, was it a battery or is it an extension cord? Ex- you have extension you have a cord. cord. Okay, extension so you, cord. you're getting constant power. That's the thing about this article that was intriguing to me. So um, on the lawn care side, as Tim is saying, and the reason he probably hears about this a lot at, at the uh, in his meetings is lawn care equipment is a major contributor to the pollution, you know, the CO2 issues. And I was stunned when it said that it puts lawnmowers and leaf blowers produce around 242 million tons of pollutants annually. And they're probably just talking about the United States, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, well, we're the ones who do most of this uh... You know, that's, a, that's the thing. Somebody told me once, I remember a history professor telling me, we're really the only country that spends a lot of time on lawns. Yes, that's true. Yeah, which I always thought was weird. What I think the misnomer is, though, about this, because we have electric leaf blowers, they're not that quiet. Everybody thinks it's oh, going to be quiet with electric. The ones we have around here that, that our staff uses and stuff here in the city, they're very, they have this high-pitched white Wee! noise. Yeah, yeah and they're, the electric yeah. isn't any quieter than, than gas, no. right? I don't, I don't think so. No, I don't either. And then they said the other one I was surprised about, that they estimated that upward to 17 million gallons of gasoline are spilled each year refueling lawn equipment. I thought that was quite high, didn't you? I did. Until I don't disbelieve. I don't not believe it. But I, I, did, I didn't believe that until I observed. We had a tree cutting company come in with all this equipment to do. They were in and out in two hours, this, this robotic stump grinder, the whole bit. But watching them fuel the vehicles, the little, all the stuff. Right. It's not as it's not like they put a funnel in and they're carefully tapping each drop again. <laughs> so, so I, it could it could be seventeen million gallons sounds like a lot to me, but again, nationwide, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so be on the lookout. They said by. I'm wondering. I, I just thought, kind of as a as an aside, there's been. A, I don't know if we've talked about it, but there's been a lot of issues, particularly with the cold, and in one particular city, Chicago, with electric cars. Yeah. And such bad press about the batteries that died or the batteries. Just because of the weather. Because of the cold weather. And I'm wondering if this is going to taint the whole idea of going to full electric. Because we were talking about Home Depot and a bunch of other uh, places talking about going to full electric within five years or or majority electric within five years. And I was wondering if this, if what's happened with with vehicles with batteries would taint some of this. it definitely has an effect. Um, anything that is battery powered that Bob uses tool wise, if he leaves that battery in a cold environment for a while, it, it has to be charged again. Yeah. And my bike, for example, uses a battery to change its electronic shifting. If that thing stays even in a if it goes from like in a garage overnight and it's 50 or something, I'm always unsure that I always take the battery inside anyway. But I, have is, a I never heard about that. Why is it electronic shifting? 
Di two. It's called Di two. Yeah, it's great. It's like oh my. So God. you hit a button or something? You just or you what? just tap the lever and the thing shifts automatically, and it's wow. It's a game changer. I, I experienced it on the island of Mallorca. I think about eleven years ago, and one of the tour guides was like, "What do you think of that Di two? And I'm like, "That's like crack cocaine. Your first hit's free. Sign me up." Um, we have a neighbor upstate who has an electric push mower, and it's super quiet. And um, but when you ask them, it, the mower they it's it's. It, they get like 50 minutes before they have to swap the battery. So, you know, you have to think of your lawn care like that. Like, can I do it in an hour and a half? You know, <laughs> but I, I, you know, whatever. Yeah. Our second story is uh, when we did our tease about weekend at Bernie's. There's uh, this headline. This came from People magazine. And I just uh, I had to read it. It said, Ohio man lived in RV with dead wife for six years. Police said never seen anything like it. <laughs> they did not so an ohio this one farm- blew my mind the more you read about it right yeah so an ohio farmer in salem ohio he uh he died and uh so his son had called the the sheriff's office and said that his father had died in the home and uh they needed to come you know what happens when somebody dies and uh and oh by the way there's going to be another body here so when the police looked around they couldn't find anything in the property per se but then they found the wife's body dead body inside the vehicle and apparently the husband had been living with her and uh keeping her i guess preserved using um different types of herbs and wrapped in a blanket they said she was pretty well preserved considering how long she was dead but they were quakers and wanted to be buried together and i I didn't know that that was a quaker thing did you no no yeah i i uh i thought this one was weird i can't imagine going through the the seasons and having the body. But, but did you, the, the, the part that got me was the fact that the husband had been preserving Peggy Ray, the, uh, the, the, the woman had been preserving her body somehow with like herbs. And, and in fact, when it was, when the police took possession and the coroner got involved, they claimed it was one of the best preserved yeah. bodies they had ever seen that had not ha- had gone through embalming or anything like that. And I just, um, I don't know. This this is a th- this was so strange to me because you know, I know that it, it for on one side it says wow, the love that he had for her and then the commitment he made to being buried together the whole thing. I I get that, but she it's a dead body, right? I mean, yeah. well, maybe he pickled her, you know, maybe he used some dill and allspice and <laughs> Oh, no. Right? Jar of pickles will last a while. And they did confirm through um, examination that she had passed six years earlier. Six years, right? Here's what I find out. There could be somebody who's distraught and, okay, so the husband is distraught over his, you know, the love of his life's death. The kids allowed this to go on. They knew that dad was taking care of mom in this RV. I mean, that's the thing that... Yeah. Now, if you're, if one of your parents, if one of our parents were doing that, wouldn't you say, hmm? You know, mom or, or dad, I think it's it's time we move mom along. <laughs> I think so, too. And and back to what I was saying, the sheriff said that her body was surrounded by herbs wrapped in a blanket and was yeah. well preserved for the amount of time she had been deceased. And, uh, yeah, I you're right, Tim. I mean, the kid, they obviously knew and they were on board yes. with this. And the father said, hey, this is what your mom's wish and my wish. And I'm going to take care of it as long as I can. I would have questioned the kids, right? Like, you know, there, but then again, this, this article didn't necessarily tackle a couple of things. Are there laws on the books about what we do with bodies and deceased individuals? I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Well, there was that movie I told you about on. on Ooh, uh, Bob and I were. Yeah. Did the, you watch the, it? By the way. Yeah, I put it on the list. We're gonna. What's it called? It. The mother or mother? Mother dad. something. And it's. And I said to Bob that basically there was a. It was a cult, and the woman yeah. passed away. They dragged her body. I said, as Tim said, they dragged her body around the around the west, waiting for the UFO to come pick her yeah, up. The aliens then, are gonna come get her. <laughs> Tom Cruise was driving. <laughs> the minute you throw that into the equation, you just know what you're dealing with, right? <laughs> exactly. So, our final story. Um, you know, not really a story. These seem things seem to happen an awful lot. Uh, PNP priest, or PNP stands for party and play. Although, did you put this in here? Prison and play was that your <laughs> was that your addition? Because I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> so, a PNP priest out of Poland faces arrest after a man died from a drug overdose at his gay sex party in the church-owned apartment. <laughs> There's a lot to go into, by the way. Is there anything else to say? So, there was a Catholic bishop in <laughs> Poland that had a same-sex party. Um, or, or a get-together, a Polish priest at a get-together, and apparently one of the uh, attendees at the party took too much Viagra and collapsed. Um, and so the police had to be called. And uh, so, of course, all hell broke loose as to you know whether this should have been allowed or not on church property, and what should the church do and the bishop do and all the other things. This seems to be a story that happens. It's like Groundhog Day with the Catholic Church in these stories. Yeah, and, and on top of that, it happened in Poland, yeah. right? So you have this country that went really far right, and of course, things are changing a bit with their last election, but it caused the bishop, I guess, or whoever was overseeing the the parish and the priest to be either forced to resign or he resigned. But here's the thing that I, I, I do you know that the, they keep calling it a sex party? To me, a party is a group of people, right? Yeah. It yeah. turns out that the party was just three people, right? Three people. Three people at a party. There were three people at the party. That's not a party. That's no, a included, and, and then included the priest. So <laughs> it was the priest and two and two people, right? Yeah. The party. Yeah. Alcohol was involved as, as well. The guy's name, they, he, they're calling him Father Tomas Z, but they're not saying that. That's probably not his real name. But um, yeah, this was... Uh, when I I just stopped when I read the uh, the party. There were three people at the party. I'm like, no, yeah. I would call that a coffee break. I mean, <laughs> and then they said they then they they accused as if it would make it better. The the Catholic Church said, well, maybe one of the men was a prostitute, as if that was going to make it better. But the authorities said that he, he didn't. He may have been, but he didn't financially benefit from the event. <laughs> so that's right. No, that's no right. Charges not- that way. I um I I I sometimes laugh at these things, but it's also kind of sad because, uh, you know, I've always said this: the Pope, Pope Francis, is the greatest PR guy in the world. You know, he he comes out with these great proclamations and says things, and they, you know, again, this story talks about how you know the Pope just approved blessings for same-sex couples. Well, he did ish. He didn't advocate marriage. <laughs> he doesn't really want them practicing in the church. But he says these things, and then they all backtrack. And by then, it's too late. The news is out that this pope is the greatest, you know, the, the greatest liberator since uh, sliced bread. You yeah. know, yeah, since uh, you know FDR and, and uh, D Day. So, anyway, I uh, I just laughed at that one a little bit, although it's kind of sad because uh, I think the church just not this church, this church plus churches in general need to just uh, get with the times a little bit, in my opinion. But that's. Well, you know, someday, if they ever prove the existence of an afterlife, you know, A, B, because all religion plays on this, how you act on earth is going to be how you're judged. Fear, 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 fear. That's the fear. But then those who practice these faiths are often 
sometimes abominable people in their in their actions, right? But because they can be forgiven by going to you know blah, it's you can be it's, forgiven or you pay. You got to pay. Oh yeah, that was in the old days. Used to be able to buy an indulgence. They called it. Yeah, yeah. You get out of. Uh, I forget. I was just talking to somebody who found out they didn't realize that their parent actually had been married before. Oh, so they annulled it. Well, when the mother died, they'd gone through the records and found out that she was married before, and they found these annulment papers and the check that they had to send to the mm-hmm. church or whatever. Yeah. I have a friend I went to college with whose sister got married. She was married a year and a half, decided to not be married, and had it annulled because yeah. she, she wanted to be a virgin yet again for the second <laughs> I just I wonder if gay people could do I guess gay people couldn't do it because you're not married in the No, Catholic no, church, no, right? no. This is a religious thing. Yeah, it's the, yeah. yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> Hey, as many of you know, uh, as we talked earlier, Critics' Choice has been with us since we've started here on TFG Unbuttoned, and we appreciate their support of us and your support of them by going to our site, focusgroupradio.com, and clicking on the Critics' Choice video logo. You can start shopping away. There's some great sales going on, and uh, there's all kinds of, um, whether it's movies or DVDs, other sorts of games, book, music, et cetera, is all there. It's America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987. Did anything catch your eye there this week, Mr. Nash? As I, I always just say, go to ccvideo.com. Upper left corner, you might want to get a catalog on a, a every month basis. But even the homepage is just a, a welcome, like, wow, I could see any of these. I see a few things right off the bat. Tim, my eye drifts towards the Ten Commandments, and I'm thinking of it <laughs> <laughs> with Charlton Heston, and I'm thinking of a, an old client of ours who decided that the Ten Commandments and Ben-Hur was the way to find Jesus. The way to find Jesus, exactly, and a Bible. But besides that, the Ten Commandments is a classic. But then my eye drifts down to one of a, a movie I love and an actor I adore. It's The French Connection, um, starring oh. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman, he's no longer acting, and he's in his late 80s now, I think. But uh, what an amazing character actor. He inhabits these roles. And The French Connection is a classic, has some incredible car chases in it. So I as I said, right on the homepage here, you can find a lot. Of things. Then, of course, I'll end with Oklahoma starring Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Anyhow, um, as Tim said, get to Critics' Choice Video by going to our page, focusgroupradio.com. Click on the Critics' Choice Video logo and start your shopping experience. They are America's classic movie and TV authority since 1987. And they have been wonderful friends to us here on TFG Unbuttoned. So we would love it if you could do some of your media shopping there they also have records and toys and a whole bunch of other stuff put so the needle just, on the record put the needle on the record, on the record. <laughs> the needle on the record. i am turntables i missed the disc washer yeah. kind of anyway <laughs> folks we want to thank you for joining us uh look out for the focus group which uh, drops later in the week and have a good one and we'll see you in the new one it's the focus group unbuttoned with tim bennett and john nash available every tuesday Learn more about Tim and John, Unbuttoned, and all of the Focus Group platforms at focusgroupradio.com.